this method is to uh, admit that you have a lot of stuff in you. So staying calm or be be at peace is more like a, the result. It's not like you're forcing yourself to yeah. stay calm because the truth you are not calm. So how can mm-hmm. you pretend like I'm okay, right? The way I normally explain people is the difference between knowing and becoming. Hello and welcome to Trom Chats. Here we talk about self-discovery and finding true happiness within. I'm Leanne and today I sat down with Claire Lee. She's the guide here at Lindhurst Meditation and I wanted to get to know her story, how she became a meditation helper, and basically how this method changed her life. Claire had so many great and insightful things to say and I'm so excited for you to get a chance to hear it. So please enjoy Chom Chats. Hello, Claire. Hi, Leanne. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. Good, good. Thank you for coming. Yes, thank Thank you you for for inviting me. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, this special uh, drink, like energy drink with the black turmeric apple cider. I make it really quick. It's very tasty. I just had... it boosts my energy. Yeah, I just had some today with orange juice. With the black turmeric? Yeah. Because that's the only way I can tolerate it. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes okay? It's not too bad in orange juice. Mm -hmm. And the lemonade. Oh, lemonade must be good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so, okay. So tell tell us, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we go. (laughs) What made you start meditating? Okay, what what made me start meditation? Um... So I'll keep it long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I came to this country from South Korea when I was 17. And it was a very tough time for me because uh, I couldn't speak English at all. And I had a very big cultural shock. And I got here like senior high school. So, you know, like Asian culture, we are um, very big into education. You go mm-hmm. to top school you become a doctor or a lawyer so that was my mindset when mm. i first came here and but i don't speak basic language so it was a uh, like a lot of stress so i constantly push myself like torture myself to constantly study so right after i graduated the high school i got completely burned out so i had so much stress anxiety constant rising thoughts negativity and it got to the point it started affecting my physical health. So I started having sleeping problems, digestion problems, headache, tension on my shoulder, tinnies on my chest. It was just disastrous. <laughs> and then one day I was looking up at the sky and I told myself I cannot continue to live this way because obviously I see myself I'm not going to change easily my personality so just imagining that I'm going to continue to be that way from 18 to the rest of my life it was like mm. it was like living hell so I had to find some solution and so I started looking for the answer by uh, reading a lot of books like self-help books spiritual books I pray I listened to Joel Austin I don't know what mm. you very famous pastor it's very inspirational and so i did everything that i could do and then um after the intense search i just got to a conclusion there are so many good words out there but there is no how to do it right yeah Yeah. so like like some books say is like be positive 
So I told myself, well, that's cool. I, I want to be positive. So I forced myself to think positive. And like 30 seconds later, my mind was like extremely. <laughs> I don't know whether you have experienced that or not. Yeah. I, I tried like therapy mm-hmm. and a different kind of like mindfulness meditation and medication. <laughs> um, but none of it, like you said, none of it actually. Uh, showed me how to become better versus mm. just like talking about being better or no. talking about <clears throat> what maybe some of my triggers are or where like areas of my childhood that may have caused a lot of my mm. stress and anxiety. But nobody ever told me how to get rid of it until I came here. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of people can definitely relate to it. So um it, or like sometimes some book says be at the moment so mm-hmm. i force myself to be at the moment it never worked out so i just got to a conclusion it's very easy to say than to be done mm-hmm. and around the time one of my mom's friends she was doing meditation like this way of doing it and she um gave me the flyer because she knew i was going through the tough time so i took a look at it i really like people's stories they share their experience i really fascinated by how they changed but what really made me to get started was that this place was talking about how to do it mm-hmm. which was a missing puzzle because i already knew what's all good but there was no actual like, direction so i came to an intro with my mom because i was still young and uh, everything that was explained was very logical to me so I signed up on the spot because I will never know unless I give it a try. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm still here because it really worked. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I started meditation. That was so the question, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm glad that you're here, Claire, because you were that person for me. Oh. <laughs> that made me sign up on the spot. Oh, well, didn't make me, but I am very honored. But, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So what were you, how have you changed like the most since mm. you started until now? Because I know you as a very bubbly and bright right. and happy well, person I never been that and way. very talkative. I was very dark and doomed. <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> Lifeless dragging the body. Like yeah. I was very shy, inconfident, insecure. It's like everything. So this is like a really life transformation i don't know life changing mm-hmm. for me like if anybody knew me how i was this is like it's a, it's impossible how i changed yeah. it's like a miracle personally for me it was a miracle like every aspect of my life changed my health got extremely better after a few months and um, my confidence level like i always walk on eggshells around people like always worry what other people think about me but i don't care anymore it's not like I disrespect people, but I I just know that uh, it doesn't bother me. <clears throat> it's not really that a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm very caring. Yeah, I just love my life. I love myself. And that's, I think, probably the biggest change because I never really loved myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't need to be the best. <laughs> I always had to be the best and perfect. But yeah. that is uh, gone in a few months and it was tremendous relief for me. Only in a few months, all that was gone? Uh, I think it was very gradual, but I started to notice that like, because my biggest struggle at that time was English, because oh. my, I couldn't speak English that well, but that I noticed a change in one situation that 
before I used to always worry about what if I say something wrong. Mm-hmm. But I start to feel at one point like, oh, I speak two languages, so I don't need to be perfect. <laughs> and there's a like, weird confidence coming from inside. It's like, that's where I start to notice that oh, I'm changing. I'm mm-hmm. having more confidence. It is very cool. I'm still trying to learn Spanish for 23 years. <laughs> Did you try? I didn't think you tried, right? No, I tried. You I tried? just um It's not like you Well, I think it's different because I'm not living somewhere where it's the right, first right, right. language. So, mm-hmm. I think if I was thrown into it, then I could pick it up better, but right. But it is it is hard. So, good it job. It is hard. There. English it is. is hard too. I English think. is hard, but also like that's the other change. Like I love challenges. Mm-hmm. So I love mm-hmm. challenge to learn different expressions, different the situation I can use different ways to you know deliver the message. I really love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm becoming more positive to challenges. That's I think that's speaking. Okay, so when did you make the transition? When did you decide you wanted to be a helper? Mm, I think after I mean I always felt like as I was making changes, I always uh, hope that people become happy because um my personal story like my parents had a lot of like conflicts as I was growing up and um it really affected our life with me and my brothers so I really wish and I knew that how much it impacted us it made us to unable to live fully like we couldn't live with our full potential and I knew that it was because of our upbringing so I thought it was unfair, you know, that if we were growing up in a different situation, we might be in a different place. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was meditating, I was letting all that go, that I was able to really come out of that shell that I was in. And that's where I realized a lot of people kind of trapped in that, in that mind, that mm-hmm. they don't live as who they truly are. And it's really sad story, because there is a way, if there is a way that we should, you know, do it. Mm-hmm. So I really wish that everybody can be happy together. And that's that's what made me to want to be a guide uh, already along the uh, meditation process. And when I was done with the process, and I was actually studying to be a pharmacist somehow. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was somewhat... Because all my friends was going into medical field, so... Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to study for becoming a pharmacist, but I questioned myself why I want to be a pharmacist, and the only reason I wanted to be a pharmacist make money, retire early, and just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, I didn't want to be a pharmacist. I wanted to be a pharmacist so that I can you have a good life. So it wasn't things, my purpose. Yeah. So I knew that I wouldn't stick to it. And now I look back on it, like, will be a good decision because I will probably quit anyways. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. So I really wanted for people to be happy, just like as much as I wanted for my family to be happy. So like the way I can approach people is like uh, my own family. So mm-hmm. I want. So it's everybody's really like a family, you know. Yeah. Mm, it's a great feeling. Everybody's <laughs> so cute. Hmm. And also, I remember you telling me when it comes to helping people and, like, wanting to help your family mm. or being fixated on helping, like, the people around you that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that's true, yeah, because yeah. I, oh, and I wanted for my family to do, 
I realize that they are not like fully ready yet. You know, they are not like seeking or change.、Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, why, why only focus on my people? You know, everybody. There are people out there who are really ready, but、mm-hmm. there is not. There is not a lot of access for it. So I can just focus on people who are ready. Mm-hmm. And one day my family, family is ready. I can help them too. But it's all same, you know. We are all connected. Yeah, I remember that. Good memory. Yeah, my perspective. Uh huh. Because <laughs> we tend to like only really care about the people、mm, in our, our families, our friends, and people close in our lives. But we're all connected. Yeah, we're all connected. We're all family.、Yeah. Yes. And yes. there's people that need help. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many years now have you been a helper? I think I've been guiding over ten years. Ten years. Wow. Fifth- Ten, fifteen years, I guess. It's a long time. Is there somebody that that stands out to you as like huge change that you helped them overcome things? Uh, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah.、Wow. You, you, you changed a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, when you first came, you looked dark <laughs> and very gloomy. <laughs> Like, and you didn't look like your age. <laughs> I didn't look like what your age. You look oh really and dark, depressed. Wow.、Mm. And now you are like totally you smiling and like just like one layer in your face is gone. Like、mm. huge change.、Mm. Yes, you are one of the members. I see a lot of changes, and there are a bunch of people.、Um, the one person I really. Can think of is really severe case. Like when、mm-hmm. I was guiding back in New York, he、um, when he first came, he had a very severe ADHD,、mm-hmm. and、um, he couldn't sit five minutes、yeah. in the class. So every time he start meditation, he start doing it, and then he just cannot stand. So he had to walk up, walk up to the door. So in my head, like. <laughs> he cannot do it. Like, it's impossible、yeah. for him to do it. But he was very determined that he wanted to change because that his ADHD wasn't just affecting meditation, but his day to day life. Like whenever he wants to achieve something, he get very excited, and then he just lose the passion.、Mm-hmm. And so much like you know ups and downs,、yeah. and he was just repeating the pattern in the meditation. So he was very determined. So we we tell we told him, okay, let's give it a try. So we made him to just. Sit in the class, old whether he focused or not. He just sat in the class for a whole session, and many times he wanted to walk out, and then we just force him, like we just told him to stop. Not force, but <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he because he had willingness to change. So、yeah. after several weeks,、uh, he had tremendously changed. He could sit the whole time. His anxiety level got tremendously reduced, and now. He can sit for hours and hours. Wow. Yeah. So by seeing him, it really humbled me that what I was thinking was not true because、mm-hmm. I was so sure he couldn't do it, and then he actually did it. So he was a very big inspiration for me. And whenever I encounter people who have a very bad ADHD,、uh, I always share his story.、Mm-hmm. Yes, he is one that stands out. Yeah, I think some people <clears throat> that even don't have ADHD worry that they can't sit for that long. That is true. Yes, 
I mean, they cannot sit for that long if they don't do anything. But, <laughs> but if there's a yeah. clear structure, that's what yeah. makes this meditation stands out. You have a very clear direction. Mm-hmm. So you just need to follow. And we have a lot of support. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, before I came here, I was um, that meditation I was talking about. It was kind of just like free. I don't, there's not really a name for it, but we, you just like sit for. As long as you can, really, but the goal is, like, 45 minutes to a, an mm. hour or so. And just, like, let your thoughts just freely go. Mm. But it was like you were trying to look at it from understanding that you're not the thoughts, that the thoughts are just happening mm. there, and you're kind mm. of observing them. But anyway, there was no structure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes. so, like, that was painful, but I did it. I Like, I actually learned... To like be a little disciplined and do mm. it because I was trying to get better, right, and right, I right, thought right. it might help, um, mm. and it ultimately didn't. But it it taught me how to sit still for a long time, though. Yeah, it's always things to learn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I came here, I remember you telling me because you were like, "Oh, how long do you like meditate for?" And I said, "Oh, like an hour." And you're like, "Oh, then this will be really easy for you." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's okay because you have specific things to work on. Yeah, yeah. So now you you sit, but you have. Mm something that you're actually doing mm-hmm. which brings me to my next question oh, okay you what is the next question it, yes yes bit, uh-huh. can you can you tell us kind of how this meditation differs from from oh. other meditations that most people are familiar with oh uh, the truth is i didn't try other types of meditation so i cannot really speak from my own experience but based on with interaction with other uh, members or what i Maybe listen to YouTube sometimes or app. It's a lot of uh, just relaxation purpose. Mm-hmm. So you just try to relax or focus on breathing. And it sounds very nice, but the truth is very hard <laughs> to just, just relax because people don't even know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. So, and also like when you try to go to some place to meditate, it's much easier to disconnect relatively in your real life. But in your real life, it's not easy to stay calm with all the chaos. Mm. Uh, this meditation is not <clears throat> try to stay calm. This method is to uh, admit that you have a lot of stuff in you. Mm. So staying calm or be, be at peace is more like a, the result. Right. Yeah, it's, like not a like, of yeah, it's not like you're forcing yourself to yeah. stay calm. Because the truth is you're not calm. So how can mm. you pretend like I'm okay, right? So that's why when you do it, you feel good. But then right after when something happened, you get triggered. Mm-hmm. But this one is really, personally, I think is a very honest approach that you are acknowledging that you have a lot of stuff going on in your mind. Uh, and then with the tool that you actually let it go, you cleanse so that you become calm because you actually calm. It's not your forcing yourself to stay calm yeah you just so naturally you naturally calm. be calm so the way i normally explain people is the difference between knowing and becoming so yeah it's not like you because you already know it's good to be calm but it's about mm. like how but with this you have to do the actual work you need to put the time and effort in order to be calm mm-hmm. i think that's probably the difference yeah, yeah. i remember somebody saying it's like 
learning all about how to use a treadmill, but never actually getting on the treadmill. Yeah. Just, like, knowing everything about the treadmill right. and how it works. And... Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can really experience the, the changes mm-hmm. and the coming. But before, there wasn't a treadmill, and now there is. Yeah, yeah, if you put it that way, now we have a treadmill. All right. <laughs> okay, so for anyone out there who's thinking about starting meditation, mm. what would you say? Anyway, uh, thinking that you want to meditate is a great thing. Is it taking care of your mind or heart and mental health? It's I think it's very critical nowadays more than ever because there are so much pain and suffering and chaos going on in the world. But I believe that that's a reflection of what's going on inside us. Because mm-hmm. we're just spreading what's in us to, to the world. And each person changing is going to contribute the world to change together. And I think that's the bigger goal. So just even thinking that you want to work on yourself, I think is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it has to start from within. Yeah. And um, with a with a clear structure and the support, it's gonna be much easier to achieve. Hmm. So yeah, just go ahead and try. <laughs> what if you're somebody who's not really struggling? Because I know like a lot of people that is who true. are like me who are already it's in like a me. bad spot. Where yeah, uh-huh. who are like looking for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about people that are? pretty content with their lives can that still can it still help them yes that's actually a good question because uh because i started with a lot of uh, struggle so the truth to tell the truth i always thought this probably meant for those people who are struggling Mm -hmm. so when i was when i became a helper i encounter several members several people who really don't have issues in their life like they literally seem so fine Mm -hmm. So I was always wondering in the back of my head oh, why they have to do this right <laughs> But um, one time, there was one member who had been doing it for a long time. But he, when he first came, he was very happy. And he actually was pretty content. And then when he had been doing it for several months, he I asked him one time, like, how, what, what, how do you feel right now? And he said, he's very happy. And I told him, you were happy before too. And he said... I'm happier. <laughs> so I realized that there is always a room to improve. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where you're at. And also the ultimately, although you're content in life, it's not just only being content. You know, we should be able to last. It should be able to last forever. Mm-hmm. So although you have a content life, you know that when something ends, you know, let's say someone passed away around you or... Mm-hmm. Something happened physically. Whenever something ends, there is a lot of pain and suffering. You just don't face it right at the moment. But it might happen. It will happen, you know, yeah. as, as long as we have this material body. So mm-hmm. we have to not just only thinking about current. I think we need to see a bigger picture how we can really become complete. Mm-hmm. Not just being content, complacent, you know. Because things will always change and happen. But other than that, even though people who are pretty content, I also notice that they have a lot of void. They feel the void inside. Mm. So that says something too, you know. Mm. Just because you're materially, everything is prepared for you, doesn't really mean that you feel fully fulfilled, complete, you know. So I think 
that's basically the goal of this process. It's not just to feel better or feel you know happier. It's just really feel become complete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think uh, in any conditions, people's any starting points, whether you are really in a bad place or you are already in a content place, that as long as you're not really complete, you know, you can do it. Well, thank you, Claire. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for being my first guest. Oh, you're very honored. Charm check. Yo. (laughs) Sorry. So, um, we should end our session with some gratitude. Mm. I remember we did an exercise once during one of our, like, big meditation events, online Mm. meditation events. Mm -hmm. I think it was Blake Mm -hmm. who said, uh, like, look around your room and for, like, 30 seconds and, like, mm-hmm. see how many blue things you can find. Mm-hmm. So then we were, like, you know, looking for blue things in our room. And then 30 seconds later, he was, like, did you happen to, like, know how many, like, red things and purple things there were? And, of mm-hmm. course, nobody knew because we weren't looking for that. I like that. So he said, so it's, like, gratitude. When mm-hmm. you're thinking about what you're grateful for, you don't mm-hmm. really see all the other things. You just see Right, right. Yeah. So, Claire, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for a lot of things. Of course, I'm very grateful for the changes I have made through this meditation journey. Uh, I'm very grateful for little things, with the sun, with the air, with the two legs I have that I can walk around, Mm -hmm. the water I can access so easily, Um, the little things I never thought about before as I was meditating my mind just changing a lot in a positive way I'm very grateful for Leanne (laughs) to uh, decided to do this podcast so that we can have a good impact in people's lives and the world yes I'm very grateful for a lot of other people our members maybe and all other guides working for the truth and working for the peace in the world. Lots of gratitude. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm grateful for you, Claire, for being my <laughs> the person who introduced me to mm-hmm. this method mm-hmm. um, and for helping my crazy mind, <laughs> reeling in all my crazy. It was not of, that crazy. It was like, you know, manageable. Manageable. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I think I'm a decent student, though. Very, very decent. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, I love everybody, actually. But Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for... Most grateful for just this meditation in general because it helped me to be grateful for everything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> because I without it, I was just miserable all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, I'm grateful for for you, for the people that are also here. Shout out to Matthew, who's doing the producing <laughs> behind yeah, the scenes. Matthew! I'm grateful for to have a home, a big family, to have clothes, <laughs> water, food. <laughs> you copying I me. I have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> They're all generic. Raw. I wasn't generic. <laughs> but I have a cat and you don't. Oh, that's true. Your cat is yeah. so cute. Oh, She's my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I want to steal her. I'm grateful to the person who donated this microphone, which is Flora. Is Flora. Thank you, Flora. Thank you, Flora. Love it. Flora. Grateful party. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. Yay. Yay. It's very fun, bro.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to Trom Chats. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to leave a review and follow us on social media. All of the links are in the description. And if you're interested in trying this meditation method yourself, you can visit onlinemeditationevents.com for online classes and to be connected to a center near you. See you next time.